Disneyland with Kids podcast, where we help you plan vacations in 30 minutes or less. Connect with us and other Disney friends in the Disneyland with Kids Facebook group as you listen in on the conversation. Welcome to the Disneyland with Kids podcast. In this episode, we are going to discuss how to plan the ultimate Disneyland date night. I'm Julie from Mom Rewritten. And I'm Leslie from Trips with Tykes. Having a Disneyland date night sounds like a wonderful way for grown-ups to connect, spend some time alone together at the park. But there are lots of things to consider before you book that romantic dinner at Napa Rose. So we are going to cover some of these important factors and give you some great planning ideas on things to do at the Disneyland Resort for the ultimate date night. Leslie, I have a confession to make before we get into this podcast episode. I've never had a Disneyland date night, but you have. So tell us something that you and your husband have done as a part of your date night at Disneyland. Sure. So first of all, let me say that blows my mind, Julie, because you're the closest co-founder to Disneyland. So it's more like a local attraction for you. So that's unbelievable but that's what happens when you have four kids you know you're busy it's hard to get a date night in that's right (laughs) yeah yeah my husband and I do love doing a Disneyland date night and this actually dates back to before we had kids because we started going to the parks together when we were dating in college and you know during the early years of our marriage before we had kids and we started a tradition of always eating dinner at Blue Bayou in Disneyland. And I think there's a little bit of a reason for that. I mean, it's a great restaurant for a date night with a lot of ambiance, but I'm Southern and I miss my Southern food living in California. So I get my New Orleans Cajun cuisine there. And so we just sort of made that our tradition over the years and started doing that as our date night before kids. And then once kids came along, found a way for somebody to take care of them, whether that be grandma or a babysitter and and tried to squeeze that in on most of our trips. We aren't always successful, but we do that probably more times than not on our Disneyland vacations. Well, that sounds wonderful. And hopefully using some of these tips that we're going to share, I'll finally be able to convince my husband that we need an evening alone in the parks. So let's get right into things. But before we talk about the actual date, we need to make sure the kids are well taken care of. So we're going to start with how adults can leave the kids behind safely so that they can have an evening at the parks. Yes, that's right. And that becomes the complication for parents that I learned all too well from my own personal experience, but but there really are a lot of options here if you just think creatively. I mean, I know a lot of folks bring, bring grandma and grandpa along on their Disneyland vacation, and they're usually willing to, to babysit one night and let mom and dad get a night out in the park. A lot of families I know especially will bring, you know, a nanny or an au pair or, you know, a neighbor, an older neighbor who can help babysit on their vacations, especially if you have a lot of kids. Sometimes that's really necessary even just to juggle your kids in the parks. So that's a great use for, you know, letting them babysit one night so you can get a date night. And there's also a budget option. I know, you know, a lot of folks are concerned about the cost of bringing an extra person on their vacation or 
or hiring somebody, but you can go to Disneyland with another family, you know, as a group vacation and the parents can trade off babysitting for the other parents. I mean, that's a great, you know, tag team kind of thing that we often do back home and don't think about doing necessarily on vacation. And then of course, there's always the option of hiring help locally. And we've done that ourselves for some of our date nights hired from a nanny agency that's local to the Southern California area. And there's a, a fairly new one, not that new, but that we have just learned about called Nanny Land that specializes in Disneyland and Disney World vacations. And you can hire a nanny to come to your hotel room and sit with your kids. There are a lot of different options that Nanny Land offers. So definitely check them out. We'll drop a link in the show notes of this episode so you can learn more about them. And we have a discount code, of course, too, uh, Disney Kids as well. So, so really a lot of options here to give parents a night off and make sure the kids are taken care of back in the hotel room. Now, watching the kids in the hotel room is great for late nights or for babies and toddlers that go to sleep early. But what if you have children who want to stay and play in the theme parks? You know, they've already got their ticket for the day. They've been with their parents all day, but they want to keep, you know, keep it up in the theme park. Talk to us about that option. Yeah, that's right. You can do that as well. I mean, of course, if you can send grandma or, or another member of your party back into the parks with your kids, but you can do that with a nanny as well. In fact, I know that Nanny Land has nannies who have their own magic keys and can come with you into the parks as long as they're able to get a park reservation. And, and there's a little bit of an extra fee for nannies who have this feature, of course. But yeah, that's an option as well. I mean, it's really great to be able to have someone trusted who knows the parks well, who could take your kids and you know, I'm getting to the point where I have one who's still too young and needs a needs a babysitter, but I have an almost teenager who I can sometimes <laughs> let let a tour downtown Disney on her own for an hour or two if she checks back in. So, so yeah, it really just depends on the ages of your kids and and what do you want to get done. But it's great that you can send somebody into the parks if your kids aren't ready to call it a night yet. This is this is especially good for sort of the kids, you know, in the elementary age where you know they're not doing that 7 p.m. bedtime, but they want to get in a few more rides on, on Dumbo before they go to bed. I really love that Nanny Land option for so many reasons. And when I think back to when we went to the first Oogie Boogie Bash, my toddler fell asleep in her stroller very early in the night. And my husband left the park because he needed to put her to bed. So having a nanny to watch young kids who can't handle those late park hours just seems like an overall great plan. And I know that Nanny Land offers something called a night nanny, and that's a really fun choice because it's no electronics. It's just fun playtime in your hotel room. And that way you wouldn't really feel like your littlest kids are missing out by not being at Disneyland with you. Yeah, I really like that there are just a lot of options and you can customize it for the ages of your kids and what your schedule allows. And um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's been a couple of years since we've hired a nanny for our vacation. The last trip we took, we went with friends and and were able to use their uh, au pair who was traveling with them at the time to help with our kids. But uh, definitely going to be planning to do this uh, one one more time this year and and get our blue bayou in if we can get a reservation. <laughs> so now that we have the kids safely taken care of, let's get into the 
fun stuff, the Disneyland date night ideas. Leslie, let's start at Disneyland proper. What are some great things to do here for adults? All right, so I think the first thing that everyone thinks of is going out to dinner or going out to drinks, because that's something that you don't get to do quietly when you have little kids in tow all of the time. So there, there are a couple of restaurants. I mean, I've, I, of course, have already given the plug to Blue Bayou. I think it's just such a great atmosphere. I know there's some inconsistencies maybe in the food lately, but I mean, it's still one of the best restaurants at Disneyland, in my opinion. And, and that magical overlook of the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, it's sort of the twilight hour that you're sitting in. It's just, it's really magical. So that's, that's my pick, but you know, it, it is a really hard reservation to get and is not always possible uh, for a lot of folks, even if they're trying very, very hard to get a reservation. So a couple of other options to consider. Oga's Cantina is great, especially if you just want to go get a drink and kind of have an adult evening hangout, you know, not as much food there. It's really, you know, just more of a bar, but that's a great stop on a date night. And another restaurant that I really love is Cafe Orleans. You get some of the same food as, you know, Blue Bayou, some of the same ambiance in New Orleans Square. It's a little less expensive. It's a little easier reservation to get. So that's a, that's a great choice. Are there any other restaurants that I've forgotten, Julie? No, I think that's a good coverage. I, I, I like those ideas and being able to just go out to dinner and not have to cut anybody's food. Sounds like heaven. Yeah, yeah. So, and I know not everybody necessarily wants to go out to eat. I mean, I'm a big fan of riding rides at Disneyland. So there's always the option of doing that as your date night, you know, really just doing those thrill rides that maybe you missed out on, or maybe you were only doing with rider switch because you had younger kids. So, you know, you can do the coasters and they're really special at night, like big thunder at night. That's just, that's, that takes you back. That's that's mm -hmm. a great uh, date date night event. So I, I actually usually will do that or I'll actually do kind of a quicker meal sometimes with my husband and then make sure we squeeze in those coasters. I'll, I'll add a quick little tip here, Julie. If you have Genie Plus for your kids from that day, you can still continue to book rides with their Genie Plus allotment and you can kind of double up on your rides mm -hmm. for the night, you and your husband or you and your spouse. So Ooh. that's something I've done. I've done before. Nice. A little hack, right? <laughs> we like those hacks from you, Leslie. We expect them, and we are very glad that you keep giving them. That's awesome. It only it only works if you have two kids, and there's two adults who are on the date night. It doesn't really work as much if you only have one kid, <laughs> right? Yes. But yes. So you can ride a lot, like I mentioned, and then one other option that's kind of newer to the scene is you can do some of the the special events. I mean, of course, there've always been you know, the, the Halloween party, Oogie Boogie Bash. And, and this past year, they unveiled a, a Christmas event. And this year in 2022, there's some other after dark events, um, Sweethearts Night, a Star Wars Night. So you can do these after dark events as a date night, because like you said, your son <laughs> and your kids uh, often are asleep at that hour when they're younger, right? That's right. Yeah. So now hopping over to Disney California Adventure Park, there might be even more for grown-ups to do here, namely because of the expanded alcohol options available, right? So Leslie, what would be your top suggestions for a date night in DCA? Yes, definitely more, more places to grab a drink. So if you're doing the ride until you drop, you can squeeze in a beer or a glass of wine more casually here. Like you don't have to make it necessarily part of a sit-down 
restaurant like you do. Blue Bayou does have alcohol now, but most other places, and Ogus does, but most other places in Disneyland don't. So you got a lot more options, like you said, at DCA. My top pick for a date night is Lamplight Lounge. Great atmosphere, kind of cool, loungy bar vibe that has some great, you know, Pixar touches. That's that's the restaurant that I went to with some friends this past fall, and we had a fantastic date night. You know, adult sort of adult level service <laughs> from great wait staff. So, uh, two thumbs up to the cast members there. Another option I know a lot of uh, adults like is Carthay Circle. And if you don't want to do the big fancy restaurant, you can just go to the lounge there. So you have really two options in one at one location. And if you want to do something a little more low key, maybe a little less expensive, um, Wine Country Trattoria is a great option. You know, you get your Italian food, your glass of wine and have uh, kind of an in-between date night that's not so like high stakes or, you know, really blowing the budget, I think. I know there's another option for date night. So so why don't you tell us about your thoughts for doing date nights at Food and Wine Festival? Yeah, I really like uh, Food and Wine Festival because you can just kind of grab and go. You don't have to um, make any reservations. So if you just buy a sip and savor, you can walk up to the kiosks there in the marketplace and just kind of pick and choose and share. Uh, the, the bites are, you know, they're smaller, smaller portions, but they're very shareable. So each person could kind of take a couple bites, you and your partner, and just walk around, maybe get a cocktail from one of the marketplace kiosks, and really just enjoy that food and wine festival that a lot of our kids think is boring. Yeah, that's right. Some of the food options are a little too adventurous for kids at food and wine, especially. So this is definitely something that you can do with your partner. And, you know, I mean, for that matter, you could really do this at any of the the food festivals that happen at Disneyland. You could do this at Lunar New Year. You could do this at Festival of Holidays. So, you know, if, if your kids are not enjoying the food booths or the lines at the food booths, this is one to do as an adults only date night, I think. I will say I have not eaten at Carthay Circle, but I know they have like an outdoor patio. And I think that'd be a really beautiful place to just sit and watch the sunset if you could time it right. Yes, very good people watching. That's one thing I like doing when I'm with my husband is just kind of taking in the scene of Disneyland and you know, watching the people. And often I'm not doing that when I'm trying to wrangle some kids, <laughs> make sure they don't get lost, make sure they're fed, they have their bathroom breaks, all of that. Definitely. So let's take a step outside the park gates and discuss some of the opportunities around the rest of the Disneyland Resort as well. Leslie, tell us what locations are best within the downtown Disney district. Downtown Disney is really fantastic for a date night. There are a lot of options you know, you don't have to have a park ticket for the day. So this is great for, you know, maybe an arrival day when you're, you know, ready to start your vacation um, or just the night that you need to take off as well or a day that you need to take off if you're taking a longer trip. So a couple of restaurants to consider. Catal is probably, you know, sort of the more traditional restaurant I would think of for a date night, you know, really fine food, nice atmosphere, a little more adulty. So that's a great option. There's, of course, the um, bar that's right outside of Catal that's sort of open air right there, sort of in the middle of the walkway. And you can get some great people watching in there and enjoy the open air if the, the weather's nice. So 
definitely some good options right there in the middle of downtown Disney. Another option that's great is Ballast Point, which of course is a brewery. So if you are a beer aficionado or you're uh, dating or married to one, then that's a great place to, to head. And you, know, you, can, you can have food there as well. You can spend a night at Splitsville, the bowling alley. They have great sushi, believe it or not. Everybody always sort of discounts the food, but I actually think the food there is great. And then, of course, you can take in, you know, a game of, of bowling, kind of a throwback date night. And, you know, really just a lot of options. I mean, there's so many other restaurants. I love Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen. If you don't want to get, you know, if you can't get your Blue Bayou reservations, you can still get your, your jambalaya there. And um, they've got great food and, and great service and a fun atmosphere. But I mean, really, so many restaurant choices. I mean, I'm not going to judge if you get a black tap and just have, you know, the giant milkshake without your kids. That's that's smart, too. <laughs> but yeah, food, tons of food. And, and then, of course, you can kind of just make a shopping evening of it as well. I mean, depends on your on your partner and what they like to do. But, you know, it's fun to do window shopping or pop in some of the stores and, and see what's available. And there really are a lot more specialty shops there in downtown Disney than used to be the case, you know, when my husband and I started going to the area. So you can kind of make a combination night of it. Is there anything that you like to do that I've forgotten, Julie? Well, I love the Pandora shop. <laughs> I have quite a bit of Pandora, but I don't usually take my husband in there. <laughs> but I think it would be really nice to be able to go and buy a souvenir together or something like that. And to be able to just shop without your kids if your kids struggle. You know, some kids really struggle with going into the shops because they get very overwhelmed. So on a date night, you might just be able to say, hey, we're going to, you know, bring you back a surprise or something. And that can be the souvenir shopping trip. And you don't have to drag the kids through the stores and experience the meltdowns. You can just handle it on your date night. Yeah, that's definitely very smart, especially if you have kids who want everything that they see you can kind of control this control the budget control the the meltdowns much better this way great so now let's talk about the hotels because there are really a lot of romantic spots to explore especially at disney's grand californian hotel and spa i can't tell you how many times i've walked past the napa rose entrance and i just look inside and i'm logging for a grown-up dinner here because i don't want to have to break up any arguments between my kids. I don't want to have to cut up anybody's food. I just want to relax. And it looks like such a beautiful place, but I have not eaten there yet. So I know you have. So tell us a little bit about the places at the hotels. Yes. So everybody, I think first and foremost, thinks of Napa Rose at the Grand Californian. And it is a great spot for a date night. The food is uniformly excellent. It's, of course, a very expensive date night. So definitely um, plan for that and take a look and make sure it's within your budget. But it's for a special, special night out. And I got to dine there actually um, with a couple of friends, including Jessica, one of our co-founders. So she and I got to experience it together maybe back in 2019, if I'm thinking right, maybe 2020, early 2020, if I'm remembering right. But uh, we had a great, great dinner and, and it is just a, an excellent place for an adult's night out. Very, very refined without being like too snooty, right? You don't have to like get extra dressed up or something like that. It's the right balance between a higher end dining experience while still being relaxed because you're still at Disneyland, right? You still want to be able to chill and not feel like you're 
in a, you know, a stuffy country club or something like that. So love that. Another option for sort of a more bar kind of night out, um, GCH Craftsman Bar and Grill. You can sit you know, at the bar or at the tables. That is just a great addition to the Grand Californian. A lot of people don't even know it's there because, you know, if you haven't been into the hotels, um, it, you know, opened not long before the pandemic and then Disneyland was closed. So a lot of people haven't experienced it yet. And, you know, great bar menu, bar food, outdoor space to sit and people watch at the Grand Californian. I have enjoyed that um, several times as well. And if you're not into food for your date night, there is a new spa at the Grand Californian. So you can even book a spa day at the uh, Tanaya Stone Spa. You can get massages with uh, your your partner. So definitely some options there. And then if you just you know want to chill and people watch even more, there are rocking chairs by the fireplace in the Grand Lobby. So just enjoy sitting there and maybe uh, post-dinner post and enjoying your partner's company and the scene there. Yeah, I really like sitting by those fireplaces in the rocking chairs and listening to the piano music because they often have a live pianist who takes requests. So the last time I was there, I did sit with my mother-in-law and my kids, but we were able to ask for specific songs and the pianist took our request and it was really nice. It's just really relaxing. Yeah, that's definitely an excellent choice. And of course we shouldn't leave out the Disneyland hotel because there's a lot of things to do there as well, just a little bit further down uh, the downtown Disney path. And I mean, number one on my list, Julie, and you know this, Mm -hmm. (laughs) is always Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar. That is just such a well, well done Tiki Bar. I mean, one of the best fantastic drinks, bartenders, special effects, you know, it's really hard to get into. So, you know, get those reservations. I mean, if you want the indoor seating where all they have all of the, the special effects, so, you know, make those reservations. There's, there's a mobile walk-up list. So definitely worth trying for um, if you really want to experience that. So I definitely recommend that. Sadly, Steakhouse 55, which was the fine dining restaurant at the Disneyland Hotel, has closed. And that is in part due to the fact that there's construction going on at the Disneyland Hotel um, to build the new DVC tower. But we think there's going to be some other restaurants coming once that construction is done to the Disneyland Hotel. So, you know, watch the space. So this isn't the only food option right now. But, you know, there's still a lot a lot going on there. You can sit by the outdoor fire pit, which is right by um, the entrance to Trader Sam's. You can walk through the Rose Garden there. It is such a magical hotel. You can just go look at all the history that there is on the walls there. I mean, there's pictures from building Disneyland from the original days. I just love walking that hotel with my husband and finding new little nooks and crannies and learning things about the history of Disneyland, because you really feel like you're stepping back in time there a lot. Yeah. And I'd like to mention that you don't have to be a hotel guest for any of those things that Leslie mentioned. Anyone can visit the hotels of the Disneyland Resort. You can make those advanced dining reservations at the restaurants. However, in order to swim or enjoy the pool areas, you do have to be a guest of that hotel. And I don't know, but relaxing in the hot tub, after a long day of walking in the park sounds like a bit of heaven, doesn't it? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. So as we get ready to close this up, Leslie, 
for couples that are truly looking for lovely memories at the happiest place on earth, what is the most romantic spot you think to visit or the thing to do on a Disneyland date night? I think it's really romantic to watch the fireworks over the castle together. That, I mean, that's special to me. It's just a magical moment. But getting to watch that with your loved one um, is just can be really romantic. I mean, bonus if you get to do it like on New Year's Eve or something like that. I haven't, (laughs) although the crowds maybe won't be as romantic on New Year's Eve. But yeah, find a little like quiet corner or spot where you can, you know, get a good vantage point and have some some quiet time. That's definitely something that, you know, you can do after a dinner out or riding all your favorite coasters. But I think that's extra special. What do you think, Julie? Yeah, I would say not to over plan anything too much. I mean, maybe have a reservation for someplace to eat and then just see where the evening takes you. Just walking through the park and you know, stopping to listen to live music and holding hands and just exploring little places around the park. I think that could be really romantic. For sure. So I think you're set now for your date night with your husband. You just need to get it booked, right? That's right. And good thing I have teenagers to help me babysit. (laughs) I just need to get everybody up there and make it happen, right? That's right. That's right. Well, we always end our podcast episodes with a would you rather question. And I want to mention before we wrap this up, that we have just released our first issue of the Disneyland with Kids digital magazine. And the spring issue has been sent to our subscribers. And I have to say, it looks really fantastic. And there's lots of really helpful articles for vacation planning, as well as some fun Disney inspired pages, including a would you rather section that the kids are definitely going to enjoy. So be sure to check the show notes for the link on how to subscribe to the Disneyland with Kids digital magazine. Okay, Leslie, here is the would you rather question today. And one of our co-founders, Becca, came up with it for us. So would you rather spend a date night running around doing rides or dining at one of the nicer sit-down restaurants? I think I already know the answer to this. (laughs) Well, I think, I mean, I I do both, right? I've already kind of given that away. But, you know, honestly, as time has gone by, if you'd asked me this question five years ago, I would have said rides. But I think uh-huh. now um, I would say sit down restaurant would be my priority because just getting that time in with my husband is is less and less as our kids are keeping us busier and busier with our own schedules. And, you know, I do go to Disneyland a lot, so I do get to ride the rides a lot more than I used to um, when we only went maybe once a year. So, yeah, that's funny. It's changed for me um, based upon just sort of where I am in my life. What about you? Yeah, because I have done those, you know, two minutes until midnight kind of running around with you, (laughs) getting on those rides the last minute. So I guess I was wrong. But (laughs) I would really like to do sit down restaurant because I just don't do that in my regular day to day. And you're right. Being able to have an uninterrupted conversation, just being able to relax, order something off the menu, someone else washes the dishes. I think that sounds really, really romantic and definitely something I want to add to my date night. All right, Julie, well, maybe a double date is in order for our next trip. <laughs> That's right. Let's let's make it happen. Okay. We want to thank you all for joining us. You've been listening to Julie and Leslie sharing our tips for planning the perfect Disneyland date night. 
We love to hear your feedback, so make sure to leave a comment and check out the Disneyland with Kids group on Facebook for more vacation planning advice. And we'll see you real soon. When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. It's Stangy Law Firm. We represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri.